Welcome to the podcast where you eavesdrop into conversations between my friends and I on a weekly basis. My name is Lily Jo, I'm a singer, songwriter and I perform shows all over the world. I'm a qualified counsellor and an emotional well-being coach. You can also check out my award-winning online mental health resource, The Lily Jo Project. I know you will find gems of wisdom within the conversations that I have with my friends. Hopefully you will find tools and resources that you can hold on to, try and test for yourself all around the important subject of mental health and personal development. I am so pleased to welcome you to today's episode of Eavesdrop. Hi and welcome to today's episode of Eavesdrop. My name is Lily Jo and today I'm joined by Beth Turner. Beth is a community psychiatric nurse based in Greater Manchester, and I'm really excited to find out a little bit more about her job role and what she does for patients in the community. Welcome, Beth. Hi, thank you. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. Are you? Yes, I'm very well, thanks. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm really excited to get to know a little bit more about your job. So obviously, for those who know me quite well, I worked for five years in the NHS as a counsellor. So I worked in a GP surgery. I was seeing adults on a day-to-day basis who were dealing with things like depression, anxiety, eating disorders, self-harm, childhood trauma, grief and loss, and so much more. And um, it was such a privilege to support people and help people through that time. But I want to know more about what a community psychiatric nurse does on a day to day. So could you explain to me and the listeners what your job entails? Yeah. So, I mean, similar, I suppose, to to what you were just saying about what you did um, in the GP surgery. Um, I work within a primary care service. Um, So I work, obviously, as a community psychiatric nurse, but I'm based in a primary care service working alongside counsellors and CBT therapists, so cognitive behavioural therapists, um, and obviously other nurses. Um, And what we do is I provide sort of talking therapy, so similar to counselling and CBT, but not as as structured, um, talking therapy on a weekly basis to a caseload of clients with a range of different sort of problems and symptoms, a bit like, you know, you've just said that you dealt with in the GP surgery, so anxiety, depression, um, self-harm, trauma, eating disorders, um, but in particularly lately we work with a lot of um, people who have sort of difficulty in regulating and, and managing their emotions, um, you know, so people who, who really struggle to, to maybe um, appropriately manage the way that they react to certain situations, um, you know, and just need some, some help and support with learning to recognise and, and be in control of their emotions so that they're able, you know, to respond appropriately to situations. And, you know, I do that through sort of guided self-help and, and helping them to learn new skills. Um, so it's it's not structured, you know, it's it's not as structured as, as CBT therapy or anything like that. Um, you know, but it's short term talking therapy to help people, um, you know, learn to, to manage the way that they feel as, as well as they possibly can. Amazing. Such a good work and such an amazing job. So thank you for doing what you do. And, yeah. you know, with it being such a heavy job in some ways, self-care is it's so important. I know that for myself as a counsellor, um, just to prioritise how you feel is, is it's really, really key to being yeah. able to 
be that instrument of help and support to your clients and your patients. So what ways do you self-care? How do you make sure after like a really big day at work where you've had lots of things going on that you look after you and do you get it right all of the time? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I definitely don't get it right all of the time. Um, You know, it's something that actually for a long time I really struggled with with putting into practice. Um, you know you get home don't you from a sort of a a long day and sometimes you just think oh I just want to shut myself away I don't want to speak to anyone Um, you know and it's it's learning really especially I think for everybody in in this day and age where a lot of the time is is while we have been spending a lot of time at home um, you know and I think people have been struggling with when people are working from home to be able to take that step back and say actually yeah no I'm finishing now it's the end of the day you know I, I need to step away from my work it's a lot easier to just carry on when you're at home Mm-hmm. um you know but in terms of of things for myself I have developed over I suppose lockdown and COVID and everything like that um you know really trying to make sure that I, I do engage in some self-care and you know for myself um so I suppose my main um practices at the moment center around doing things for me that just that make me feel good so you know it's nothing sort of major or I don't sit down and, and plan it out really you know i I exercise, um, I've introduced exercise into my routine. So it wasn't something that I did maybe once a week, once every couple of weeks um, before lockdown. And then you find yourself, don't you, with with nothing to do. Um, You know, so I I started to incorporate exercise into my routine, um, you know, and and I make sure I do that now daily, maybe not at the weekend, but at least every day in the week, you know, when I get in from work um, for around 45 minutes, um, you know, I, I... I love it now I hated it at I used to hate my family when I said I was exercising I'm like what what are you talking about <laughs> um, you know I've never enjoyed it but actually I don't think I've ever really given it a chance and I think that's the same for a lot of people with just things that like self-care practices that are good for you you've never really until you give it a chance and, and really try and incorporate it into your routine you don't see how how good it can be for you especially with something like exercise um you know and I suppose that I love doing that because it allows me some time on my own you know if I need to just take myself out of the way when I get in from work and it's been a, a long sort of stressful day you know and I don't feel like just talking to anyone as soon as I get in I can go out you know exercise and it, it just helps you to feel so much better so I know that it's good for me physically which helps it helps me to feel fitter um but it also ties me out so it improves my sleeping pattern um you know with being so busy at work sleep is so important mm-hmm. um you know so it, it does help me to to keep up a a good sleeping pattern mm. and um alongside that the only other thing really that I do um that I try and do every day is, is follow a bit of a skincare routine mm. so um I'm subscribed to sort of a, a monthly beauty box um you know it's not dead dead expensive but it comes through the post every month and because I pay for it it sort of encourages me to oh. to spend that time you know so every evening I sit down just for even if it's only for 10 minutes mm-hmm. um and I sit down and I, I take that time for me and I think you know what I deserve this I'm I'm gonna do it and I, I do that and it's just really nice to to do something nice like that for yourself amazing so you know you mentioned there like I have to say to myself, I'm doing this now for me. How important would you say that mindset is when it comes to self-care? Because I think what I'm finding, sorry to put in again, but what I'm finding is that people feel guilty about self-care and so they don't do it because it's like, oh, it's selfish or, you know, there's so much else I could be doing, especially if you're a busy mom or you've got other people at home that you're looking after or 
So how do you kind of get the mindset right when it comes to saying, do you know what, I deserve this. I'm going to give myself 15, 20 minutes. How does that, um, how do you find that? Yeah, I think, you know, it's it's really difficult, isn't it, in terms of everybody being individual. And I think, like you said, it's it's so common that everybody feels a little bit a bit a little bit guilty for that, you know, especially like you said, people who, who work a lot or have got other people at home, you know, other people that whether it's children or family members that they've got to take care of. Um, and I suppose it's about just learning to be a little bit kinder to ourselves, you know, and in terms of being able to increase our positive emotions and feel better, you know, to be able to increase our mood and, and feel better overall, we have to make some changes. Um, you know, and, and that change starts with with us, with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're not going to be able to provide the right kind of support at home to our children or to our family members or to go into work, you know, and, and give it 100 percent if we don't feel good in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if we're not taking care of ourselves and, and that's the worst thing that we can do, isn't it? To get to a point where you feel burnt out and you think, actually, you know, I'm at a point where I feel like I, I don't know what to do or I, I can't do anymore. Um, and if actually you can change that by just taking 10 minutes out of your day, even if it's just 10 minutes, you know, that's that sort of a, my tip that I give to, to a lot of my clients, you know, and it sounds so, so simple of just take 10 minutes. But actually, it's massively hard to do for a lot of people. Um, and, and for something so simple, it can make such a big difference. Yeah. You know, so I encourage things like maybe writing a bit of a, a tick list so you know writing it down um is is really really helpful so saying actually yeah I'm going to write this down and I'm going to make sure that I tick it off once I've done it so if I have to write down every day of the week and write down the time that I'm going to do it that's fine but if I can tick it off then that that gives someone a bit more of a sense of achievement so maybe rather than feeling guilty for that then they can say actually yeah well I've done that and that's an achievement because I've done that as well as looking after the children and cooking the tea and going to work you know and it, it's just an added achievement rather than a I shouldn't have done that, you know, because I, I haven't done this. Um, so I suppose it would be just starting off with the, the minimal amount of time, really, you know, so you don't feel so much of, oh, I'm, I'm doing, you know, I should be doing this or I should be doing that. Starting off with the minimal amount of time, even just 10 minutes, you know, and, and actually saying to yourself, I need to be a bit kinder to myself in order to be able to, to be kinder and take care of everyone else, mm. um, you know, and start from that point and, and build on it as much as you can. Yeah. When you mentioned there about burnout, it just gave me like, oh, like a shiver down my spine. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I felt that feeling so much. And it's kind of for me, self-care is me running as far away as possible from that feeling. of I think if you've experienced burnout and you are emotionally tired, physically tired, mentally tired, um, you understand the absolute need to prioritize self-care because without it that's where you're headed and that's not where I want to be ever so um for me it was really helpful and something I usually say to my clients is thinking of it like I remember getting burnt out going on holiday remember when we could do that (laughs) and uh, yeah two weeks on holiday and that would solve it and then be back rubber hits the tarmac and then back at it full pelt. And I remember just having this realization where I thought, you know what, I need to incorporate holiday into every day of my life. So it's not this destination that you go to for two weeks a year, then you come back and do everything as normal. But every day you have like a little piece of holiday. So when I'm really on it and when I'm really self-caring well, I think to myself, well, what's my like holiday 
thing I'm going to do for myself today you know like yeah. is it a nice hot bath um is it a face mask is it just to lie down with a coffee or actually that's a bit dangerous but you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> lying on the bed for 10 minutes and then just yeah taking some time to do some deep breathing, whatever it is, it's like, I think it's important that we holiday every day in order to not get to that point where we are burning out and desperate for a holiday or living for the weekend. You know, I think it's important that we just take that time for ourselves. Yeah. A hundred percent. You know, like you said, it should be something that you're trying to incorporate every day, Mm. you know, so that that helps you to carry on every day, you know, and and ultimately it's going to make you feel sort of stronger and, and, more just just better in general you know if you're able to do that yeah so you've mentioned exercise you've mentioned how that improves sleep you've also mentioned about receiving like a gift of a beauty box and actually doing that skincare routine with that are there any other tips or for somebody out there listening today who might be feeling like some of my clients have been feeling recently where they feel guilty about self-care and they, you know, they, they just can't get their head around it. And even now listening to this, they're like, yeah, but that's not me. I can't do this. What would you say? Like the first tool, I know you said about giving yourself just 10 minutes a day in that 10 minutes, what would you say is like a really good start in place for them? So I suppose, you know, the best thing to do is think about what's going to be easiest, you know, so self-care, like we've said, you know, I know I've said about exercise and about the beauty box, but actually it can be, you know, it could be anything at all. Um, you know, and I know when, when we're struggling or when we feel guilty, you know, we, we often don't want to do things that we would usually do for ourselves. And, and actually it's perfectly normal. And it's perfectly natural to feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem is that unless we, we start to do the nicer and the more enjoyable things, you know, then we're not going to feel better. Um, you know, if we can engage in sort of them regular self-care activities, like you've said, mm-hmm. um, then that increases our opportunities to sort of experience more positive emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so in terms of what you can do, it, it can be anything at all that, that makes you feel happy, that makes you feel relaxed, or maybe something, like I said earlier, that gives you that sense of achievement. Um, you know, so whether it is exercise or playing sports or just even watching sports, you know, going for a walk, playing with your pets, um, or even sort of just taking a bath or sitting down and having a coffee, you know. So I suppose if you're, a, you know, a really busy mom and, and you're getting up and you're taking the children to school, you know, you're getting them dressed, whatever it is, just even just sitting down at the kitchen table and, and having a coffee in the morning rather than running around and, and not even just having that five minutes mm. would be a good place to start. Um, you know, I suppose what what my advice would be in terms of that is sit down, you know, have a think about what it is that maybe you'd like to incorporate, you know, that suits you. And then from that list that you can think of, maybe think about what's going to be the easiest to do. Um, You know, so if it is going, if you've got children or you've got a pet, you know, if it is going for a walk, then you haven't got to start off with doing it just for you. You know, take the children out for for 10 minutes, go up the road or take the dog out, even if it's just, you know, not for a proper walk, if it's just up to the top of the street and back, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then at least it's something that's for both of you. And you're not just thinking actually, oh, this is just for me. I'm being selfish. You know, actually you're doing you're doing something good for you when you're taking the, you know, the dog out or the children out or whatever it might be at the same time. Um, 
I suppose, yeah, it's it's about maybe making a list of, of a few different ideas mm-hmm. and starting with what's going to be the easiest, what's going to be the simplest, you know, I what like would you that. find the easiest to do so you're not putting too much pressure on yourself? Yeah, absolutely. That's really good advice, Beth. Thank you so much for sharing and for being part of this today. So loads of tips, loads of tools there to be getting on with and for people to try. And if you want to know a little bit more about Beth, we're going to link in the description box to a blog that she wrote for the Lily Joe project a little while ago. So you can hear a little bit more from her. So thank you so much for listening today. And we hope you've enjoyed this episode. Make sure that you are looking after yourselves, that you are self-caring. And even if it is, like Beth said, just 10 minutes a day, and it's the simplest and most easiest thing for you just to get started, just to make that routine a priority for you should hopefully help you to avoid burnout and feel as well and as emotionally well as possible. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please be sure to subscribe. And if you're feeling generous, why not share with your friends? Please check the description box below for extra links and further information to some of the topics discussed in today's episode. Also, you'll find information about what's coming next. For further information, top tips and advice on all kinds of mental health issues, including low mood, anxiety, self-harm, eating disorders and more, please do check out www.thelilyjoeproject.com. You can find my music across all digital platforms, including Spotify and iTunes. See you next time.